We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody? Rob Doster here for the Field of 60. Today, we are bringing you another episode in our Off the Carousel series, where we will be joined by each and every new head coach to the Division I ranks. There are almost 60 of them. We're going to be rolling these out a couple of days throughout the month of May and the month of June. So make sure that you subscribe to the channel. And if you like this interview, don't be afraid to tap that like button. That stuff really does help our channel and help our presence on YouTube. It helps more people like you find this content. And since I have you guys here, make sure that you check out our Instagram and TikTok pages. We are going to be pumping out more unique content over there throughout the summer heading into next season. Like, for example, did you know that Penny Hardaway was shot when he was a player in college? I bet you didn't know that. There are more stories like that on those pages. The links are in the description below. So now, without further ado, let's get into another edition of Off the Carousel. Welcome to another edition of Off the Carousel here on the Field of 68, and we bring on to the new coaches series, none other than Fran Dunphy. All right, Fran, I, I didn't think when we decided to do this series of new coaches, I, I got to say a couple months ago before you were hired, I, I did not think I'd be talking to you here. You know, at, at 73 years old, I thought you, you, you know, you were going to be on the beach somewhere right now, not talking to me. Well, I didn't think I'd be talking to you either, Jeff, although it's a it's a delightful experience. It wasn't something that I said to myself. This is I, I hope I get on with uh, Jeff here in uh, in the first part of June. And we're talking about life in college basketball. I, I, I would love to talk about life in the, co- the college basketball world, but it wasn't what I anticipated. And, uh, you know, but it's it's my alma mater. And they they reached out and. And I don't know that I would have done this for any other institution, not that anybody else would want to have me, uh, but I, I'm appreciative of, of what LaSalle gave to me oh so many years ago in two different ways, uh, both as a student and an athlete, and then also uh, as a coach uh, two times. They hired me in 1979 and they had hired me again in 1985. And, and I'm grateful for that. So when they asked, uh, you know, I think we're always want to serve when we're asked and especially for your your alma mater all right so tell me how it went down friend how did it go down how surprised were you you know at first were you kind of taken aback and said hey i'm not sure i'm ready to do this at this point in my career i think you were teaching right yeah i was teaching a class i was on an nit 
selection committee. I was uh, uh, I was doing a, a, a bunch of things and uh, have two little grandsons now that I can't get enough of. I was picking my, uh, the older guy up at school four days a week. I was I was I was okay. I was in a good place and. Uh, but just, you know, when the decision, and I, believe me, I wish you were, and not as a new coach, you were, you were as a, as a fifth year coach that you were sit, sitting here talking to Ashley Howard, because in, because it, as I talk about it a lot, I mean, they, they were probably a player two away in the, in so many games that would have resulted in just flipping that, uh, that record that they had. And he, he did so many good things and he's a good man, Ash. And, and uh, so when, it, when the decision was made, uh, I guess not long thereafter, they asked if I would be interested in this, just like you said, I'm not sure that I'm ready for this. Uh, but again, as I would talk to folks and talk to the people at LaSalle and it was sort of a, we need you to do this kind of thing. And, uh, and I'm happy to do it that in that way. And, and I just want, like any any other coach, you just want to do the best job you can. You want to appreciate those kids that you have in your charge, and you want to do the you, you want to win games. And uh, so I, I hope we can find a way to do that. And and love to tell you what a genius I am as a coach. The reality is when we, when we've had our best players, we've had our best teams, and it's all about these guys. And I, and I want to help them any way that I can. I assume that when you agree to do this, there's no timetable for how long you're going to do it. Right. It's, it's, you know, get the program on, on solid ground, get it going in the right direction year by year deal for the most part. Yeah, pretty much. I'd, I'd say that. Yeah. I think you're right on target and uh, just, you know, let, let's take each day as it comes and let's work our butt off and see if we can, we can get some good kids to come and join us and, uh, and get our, uh, our, alums and fans to, to come to games and really support the university. Uh, it's a, it was a great place for me. It, it helped me so much in my development. And, uh, and I think it can do the same for others. And, and it's Philadelphia college basketball. It's, it's pretty, it's a pretty great product. So you, you've now knocked out three of the big fives, yeah. right? You got two more to go. Can, can, I don't, can, I don't can think that's Drexel or no, or, or no chance. I don't think any anything else is going to happen here. I think again, I would not have done this uh, at any other institution. Not that anybody else would want me, but but it's been interesting, challenging, uh, exciting to it to it to an extent. It's uh, I'm very apprehensive, like most of us, when we're faced with new options. Options sometimes can be confusing and, and difficult and different. And uh, uh, but uh, but I'm enjoying it. Uh, I think we have a good group of guys, and uh, so we'll, we'll see what we can do here. Well, I, I love how you, you know your buddy Coach K is out now, so mm -hmm. he can do whatever he wants every day. Jay Wright, who I know you're close with as well, just retires at, at the tender age of I think 60, uh, and you're getting back in. What what did K? I I can only imagine what K said to you when you told him you were taking this job. Well, I didn't, I didn't tell him. He found out about it, and he sent a, uh, a a brief text message that would indicate that he was in in full support. And uh, he didn't say, "I want to take your temperature" or any of that stuff. Have you have you gone mad? But but I, you know, those guys. It's two pretty astute guys who know what they're doing and and can look at landscapes and say, 
you know, they both have had unbelievable runs as college basketball coaches. I'm not sure I admire two people as much as, uh, as those two guys and for the, the success that they've had and how they've done it. And, and uh, it's just, it's remarkable what they've done. So I, I appreciate the fact that they are, they have said we're going to step away at this point. And that's where I thought I was three years ago. And, uh, and I was okay, but, but again, your, your alma mater calls and you, and, and I love the institution. So let's see what we can do. Yeah, it's always it's hard to say no uh, when your alma mater calls, and and you played there from '67 to '70. All right, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to take you back 45 years ago. Do you mm. remember your first game? How'd you do? Did you you know? Did you remember that game and the nerves you got checking in for the first time? Yeah, I, I do. I I was coming off the bench, of course, which I ritually uh, I certainly didn't deserve to start. Uh, so I got in the game. I was in the first half and we had a coach by the name of Jim Harding, who was a tough taskmaster, but taught us well, but it was hard. It was, uh, he was very, very tough, very disciplined. And, uh, so I, I'm in the game and one of, one of our teammates and uh, a good friend, Larry Cannon yells for the ball from me. And, uh, <laughs> I was going to give it to him anyway. He didn't have to yell at me, but I got shook up a little bit and I walked with the ball. I don't think I walked, but the official thought it was sort of a, a, a bad look. So he called a walk on me. And shortly thereafter, I was back on the bench again <laughs> against Ryder, Ryder College. And it was in uh, at, at the Palustra in Philly. So I'm very, uh, it's it's etched in my mind, burned in there forever, that initial turnover. And I let Cannon know about it all the time. Classic. Um, all right. Well, listen, the college basketball has changed even since you left. Not that long ago that, that you left, but you, you know it. You've heard about it from all your, your colleagues, your coaching buddies, whether it was Kay, whether it was Jay, NIL, the transfer portal. I, I don't want to say it's become a mess. That's probably unfair. But what it has become is something that, that has just flipped so quickly that I think coaches, players, media, we're all unable to kind of get our arms around what's gone on because, again, it's just it's changed so quickly. Uh, what is your take of everything that's kind of happened? I know this is a broad question. You can go anywhere you want with it, but um, players getting paid, uh, kids. There's one kid, I won't say his name, friend, but he's transferring again. He's going to play for his fifth Division One school this coming season. He's picking his – he's in the portal now. And he's picking another school. It will be his fifth Division One school he's played for in his career. Five five schools, five years. He played all five. Um, what do you just think of what's going on? And I'm sure there's certain things you like and certain things you don't. Yeah, and I I think it's going to take a, take us all a while to have it uh, run its course and then level out, and and everything will be okay. It's my it's my fervent hope. I think uh, I think we're getting our arms, it, even as, as recent as it's been, I think we're getting our arms around the transfer portal. Who I feel bad for are so many of these kids. And there's a lot of kids in there. Let's, I think it was in the 1700 number. Uh, well, there's there could be as many as 900 or 1,000 of those young people who don't really have a place to go. And that, that's unfortunate because I think they thought it was going to be something different than that, that they were going to make a change. It was going to be for the better. Uh, and there are some kids that, you know, say, I'm going to go into the portal. And as a coach, you then say, okay, 
I don't want you to go anywhere. I think we're, you, we're going to be just fine if you stay here and you're going to have a good rest of your career. However, if you're going, then I'm, I've got to get somebody else to come in. And so you do that. And then the, the young man comes back and says, well, I, I don't know if I made a mistake or whatever. And, and then you don't have a spot for him. And, and I feel for those guys. So I think it, 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 all, all those things will work itself out. They'll get advised better. They'll have a better sense of what uh, the loyalty and dedication and and the stick to that we all need uh, to, to have our programs be the best that they can be will work itself out. On the NIL front, it's, that's going to take some time. And uh, you know, where that's all going to be, what, what the, the level of, of opportunity is going to be, who, who knows where that's all going to land. And, and now, you know, for so many years, the NCAA and, and the coaching profession was encouraging uh, all of us to, to not have boosters and alums be as involved as now they are able to be. So it's going to take us a while to figure that out, how that's all can be done in a very respectful way. And I think that's what we need to do. We need to respect the process. Uh, we need to respect what these kids are all about because they're the bottom line for us. You know, we've all had our chance. And I, and I neglected to say that to you a, a few minutes ago. You know, as far as me jumping back into this, I had my chance. I had 30 years of an opportunity and nobody's as lucky as me. And now, so I, I feel I feel that I, I don't want to have anybody mistake that, that I'm doing it because of what it means to, to the university. But it's a it's for some, somebody else needs to get this opportunity in, in a little bit of time, however long that is. Uh, but going back to NIL, the, the, the respectful nature, we, we really have to do a good job with this. We can't be having uh, it go all over the place and, and these kids getting hurt. The other last thing I'm going to say about it is, you know, over the years, there's been these progressions that we've all had. You know, we all jumped into the coaching profession and we made a couple thousand dollars a year and, and figured out whose floor we were going to sleep on or where we were going to eat or how we were going to get into the cafeteria and have one of the ladies help us get a meal or whatever. Well, then, then you get, you make a move and you get a better job and then you get a better job. And then you finally, maybe you, you're lucky enough to get a head coaching job. And, but there's progressions. And now we're going to give to these young fellows a, a lot of money seemingly. Yep. And then when that, if they get it in the college level, there's not necessarily a progression now that you're going to go on. You may get regressed greatly. That's right. you know, you're in the, in a, maybe you're going overseas to play some professional basketball, which is a great, great life, but it's not the same level of pay that you were just getting used to. And now you got to start all. So you, you, you were given a lot, a lot of it was taken away and now you got to work yourself way back up again. So I worry about that part of it. I don't know if people are thinking along those lines, these progressions that we all make and it's what, it's what life's about. You know, you work hard you, and you, you get rewarded. Yeah, I don't know what you made back in 71 as an assistant at Army, Fran, but certainly not not the paycheck you're making right now, right? Well, I was I was it's I was still in the United States Army, so I was given what the government was paying for. <laughs> but I, I do remember going to American U. I was the second assistant to Gary Williams in 1980 and and the pay was three thousand dollars. And uh, so you can imagine Gary wasn't making much, it Tapscott wasn't making much. But you know, you figured out a way. You know, I bartended a little bit, I worked in the um, the law school library for another three grand. It was, it was awesome. And uh, <laughs> figure it out, you know, and, and I, that's the, that's the thing that I think we're missing the, uh, having these young people figure it out what life is all about. 
it's the beauty of it in a way, right? I mean, when I broke in, I remember, you know, I was doing freelance for a million different public Washington Post, USA Today. I get a check for, you know, 200 bucks here, 100 bucks there, piece it all together. I didn't know if I could pay the rent or, or what I was doing, but it, it almost, to me, it was, it was satisfying mm-hmm. to be able to do it and look back on it now. And, and again, you're right. Like, and we're not saying that we're not painting a broad brush with every kid in, yeah. in this generation, but certainly I've got an 18 year old daughter and, and you want her to have that work ethic uh, more than anything else that, that I think I had. And I know you had, and, and when they're given some things and I think part of my concern friend, isn't necessarily the kids who have already done it in college, the kids who have done it, who are getting paid, mm-hmm. listen, they earned it. They earned it on the court. I think it's the ones that, that and it's not supposed to be this way but our recruits and are getting paid to go there um that worries me a little bit uh because again they haven't done it yet at the college level i understand the whole game how it's played and you know going through these kind of uh you know these corners that coaches are going to try to do to be able to get kids even if it's not completely legal but you know that that it definitely worries me and, and the portal worries me just because, again, one thing that was great about college basketball, you know this when you were coaching, um, you knew the players. The fans knew the players. They connected with these kids because they were on campus for four years, most of them. And I'm not saying everybody's got to stay four years. But now, again, like I said with this one kid, five schools in five years, it's like, you know, we hardly know you. We hardly know you. Um yeah, I would get back to your struggle. I, I think the struggle made you who you are. No doubt. And no doubt. Successful. And it, it's okay to fail sometimes, too. It's okay to, yeah. to learn from that failure. We don't want it too much, but we do want it to, to be embedded in us because I think it drives us. Uh, the, the fear of failure drives us. And the fear of not being prepared drives us. And uh, so all those things, I think, are important in the learning curve of, that a, a young person makes. And so... Again, I think we'll we'll figure it all out. I would agree with you that there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of things these kids deserve. They work really hard, and and they should get rewarded in 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 a lot of different ways. And it's going to take us a while to figure out how the best way to do that is while still keeping their uh, respectful nature of of how they will be and how they are to others. Well, listen, I'm glad we did this. I'm glad you're part of the series. I'm glad you're back in in college basketball. I think everybody is, Fran. Listen. One of the uh, best human beings, one of the best people. You can't say this about too many people, Fran. I, I've never heard a bad word said about you. Maybe, I, I don't know your wife that well, but uh, among the coaching ranks, uh, I've never heard a bad word said about you by anybody in the coaching ranks. So um, it's great to have you back. I mean that sincerely. Well, thank you, Jeff. I appreciate those kind words. I appreciate you having me on. And I thank Dan Lobez for that because he, he, uh, he urged me and encouraged me to, to step up and, uh, and be with you today. And I appreciate it. And you figured out soon, easily, <laughs> easy. Well, because of my teaching at, habits uh, over the last couple of years and, and COVID made us zoom like crazy. So it did. It did. Yeah. Well, listen, field of 68 off the carousel, uh, new LaSalle head coach, friend. Thanks friend. Thanks Jeff. Appreciate it.
The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.